Welcome to The Real Deal, where God, His purposes, and His people are celebrated. I'm Rachel Inouye, bringing you encouragement through real life, people, and their stories. It's The Real Deal. Hey, let's get started. I am so excited, seriously, Jody, that you are here. Thank you. For, welcome to The Real Deal. Thanks. Yeah. I'm super excited to be so here. So I'm too. sitting here with my dear friend, Jody Lucas, and she is a friend to me. She is a help to me. Mm-hmm. She's always been a helper in the fact that she will listen to me. She will pray for me. <laughs> she will come with me if we're traveling, going to a conference <laughs> or an event, and she'll help me. She's helped me organize things. She's a mama. She's a wife. Mm-hmm. She is a funny woman. She is a lover of God's word. She's a giant in the kingdom. She has a sensitivity to the spirit of God. Mm-hmm. She wants for people around her to grow and be changed. And she has a heart for discipleship. She has a heart for the truth of God's word and not watering it down. Mm-hmm. She loves people mm-hmm. and she's stinking funny. <laughs> so oh. there's this piece where she has this huge depth. And then, I mean, God loves humor. I think the Spirit is so funny. And that is one Mm -hmm. thing that I'm mentioning because Jody Mm. drew me to you. Mm. We were in group years ago. I'm going to ask you some rapid fire questions just off the bat, but I do want to talk a little bit about group because you're just side splitting funny and you, yeah. Anyway, I'll and, and fur. We'll I want to talk about fur too because that's another thing. <laughs> <laughs> but welcome. I'm so Thanks. glad you're here. I'm you know, so you glad. know, I value you and I mm, honor you and I love you. you. Thank you. You and are I the real deal. Well. Thank I you. wouldn't ask you to be on here mm-hmm. if I questioned that. Thank you. I mean, I think we're all evolving. We'll talk mm-hmm. about that. But yeah, you are the real will. deal. So, okay, here we go. Rapid fire. There's no right or wrong. Just as fast as you can answer these questions. Okay. Would you consider yourself an introvert, extrovert? Introvert. Coffee, tea. Um. Decaf coffee and tea. Okay. Dog, cat, either, neither. Dog. Are you a morning bird or night owl? Midday. <laughs> Seriously. So good. <laughs> Midday. That's my prime time, people. It is. That's so good. Books or movies? Mm. Bo- books, I think. Okay. Books, yeah. Silence or music? Mm. It depends on the day. Yeah. Silence, probably. Okay. With a little music sprinkled. Okay, in. I can see that about you. Mm-hmm. Would you consider yourself leaned in or laid back? Good night. Um, again, it probably depends on the conversation. Mm-hmm. Leaned in. I like to think I'm leaned in, but then there are times when you just have to. Yeah. Yep. Back off. Back, back. Yes, yes, so, yes. Yeah. That, that makes sense to me. So, um, okay. shower or bath? Shower. Driver, passenger. Oh, goodness. Um, <laughs> uh, driver because I like to be in control, but there, I, God just makes me passenger <laughs> because he I've needs seen me to hold, surrender. I've seen you hold the it's all good. door when I'm driving. <laughs> okay, Rachel's going to take the this same, corner. I do the same thing with my husband. It's okay. Bless him. It's all good. <laughs> okay. I added this one in 2020 because of the whole okay. pandemic, but mm-hmm. would you prefer to eat at home or dine out? Um, probably at home. Okay. Yeah. 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 And you make good food and you like it. Yeah. It's not always a sure deal if you go out that you're going to get something you like. Right. I mean, again, we go for long stretches where we don't eat out and then all of a sudden it's such a treat. Yeah. To have somebody come up and just, you know, oh, you open this glorious book and there's all these options. (laughs) It's like, wow, I I can't provide that. But yeah, awesome. I'll take that. (laughs) 
So it's the good. glorious book is the menu. I'm yes, yes, it's not. They don't That's open up the Bible and say, "What do you want to eat?" <laughs> like, That's so good. Okay, so you thank you for being a real dealer. Thank, Thank you for you. coming today and also listening to the podcast. I know mm-hmm. that you've listened because from mm-hmm. time to time you've told me about what. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I just don't despise the day of small beginnings. I mm-hmm. believe it's getting traction and I love that people yeah. are passing on episodes that have helped them or mm-hmm. just know that they're never going to know what to expect because it's always different. Right. But you know that it's called the real deal because my dad always taught us to be the real deal. Right. R.D. Richard Dean was his name. Is there a person that came to mind when you think about the real deal, somebody that was authentically who they mm. were, and who's the real deal to you? You can have more than one, maybe. Oh. But how does it affect you, or how did it form you? Um, well, I have to, I guess, start with my mom and my sisters, only because, um, I mean, we're all so different. And my mom was, I mean, I'm the youngest of six kids, so there were three boys and three girls in the mix. Um, and it's a long... I don't think I knew that. I yeah. think I knew you were the youngest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so um, there's an age difference between my sisters and I because they were two and three and I'm number six. Okay. And then there's five years between my brother yep. and I, but everybody else was three years. So, yep. I mean, you do the math. I just don't ask me to do it right now because I can't do it. <laughs> but but anyway, they're older than I am. But they're older than I am. <laughs> and so, you know, in a way, there was always sort of a mentoring that um, went mm, on, probably mm. even unbeknownst to them or myself at the time. Um, and I mean, and of course with my mom too, and my grandma had lived next door. Wow. Um, yeah, it was just a sweet thing to have a relationship with her living mm. right next door. And anyway, so. Maternal um, grandma? Yes, my okay. mom's mom. Okay. Um, and uh, so there are just some sweet memories. I actually. When I was really young, my dad had had a heart attack, and so my mom went back to work as a teacher because there were six kids that needed yes. to be provided for, right? So God provided a job for her while my dad had to stay home and recuperate. And okay. so, um, but then once he went back to work, I stayed with my grandma and grandpa next Aww. door. And so this was like really unheard of because it was the seventies, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this was like a brand new, like, well, what are we doing? You should, you need to be home. And so, you know, my mom and I have had a lot of conversations about, you know, how she felt so bad Mm. because she was not there with me, you know, when I was, and I was like, are you kidding me? I you kind of got a blessing, I double blessing. I got these huge blessings of being with grandma and grandpa and hanging out with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, for all those years. And wow. so, I mean, it wasn't a long, extensive time, but I remember literally getting off the bus and like running to my grandma's because that's just. That's where you were. Where, that's where you I camped. was. Or yep. that's, you know, and that's. And so, I mean, it was just. So it was a sweet time, but I can understand now as a mom how yeah. she would feel that way. Like, oh, I didn't have that time with you or I didn't yeah. take that, you know, and I was like, what, you know, we needed, our family needed to do what we needed right. to do. And so you know, what a special relationship I was able to have with them as well. You know, know, I was thinking, um, this just came to me. I was thinking how that happened Mm -hmm. to your dad and your Mm -hmm. mom, and then there was a pivot. Right. And sometimes something happens to us, and then we pivot. And actually, Mm -hmm. Jody, I I don't know that that's exactly where we have to go today, Mm -hmm. but I think that's part of your life. Yeah. I would agree. That you literally, things have happened in a certain way, and God has led you, or you guys have chosen to persevere and go through Mm -hmm. with some pivots. And there are pivotal moments in your journey. And And right now, it just makes me think, wow, that's something that you even watched your parents do, Mm -hmm. and then you lived through. Right. doesn't mean that 
the other side of the pivot is always bad, no. that sometimes God causes right. us to go. Right. So I don't know that that has to be a theme we chase out, but no. that's neat because right. I've seen it happen in your life. Right. Yeah. Over and over. So it was your mom. You're saying your mom was one of the real deal. Mm -hmm. And and what is there a, sp a specific thing or a memory that you have that made you think, oh, she's just who she um, is? Yeah. Or the honesty of the conversations My maybe mom, about it. Yeah. You know, I think just her sense of humor. Mm. And it's not always, you know, prevalent, yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. Um, there are times, so my mom, okay, so we have, in my mom and dad's house, they have a window over the sink, right? Everybody's got some yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of a window so over the sink, yeah. so you can look out. And so my mom was right outside the window working in like a little flower bed right outside the kitchen window. Okay. And my dad thought it was super funny <laughs> that um, he's like, oh, I can turn on the water and spray her, you know, with the little hose <laughs> to rinse your dishes. And so, so he's just opens the window just, a little bit. The window open. Okay. He's like, hey, Jean. <laughs> and he sprays through the window and she's like, Jim. I have a hose, so she grabs the hose and sprays it through the window, which was at really him. like at him. And so my dad turned to run, and my dad slipped. Oh, it's terrible. I'm laughing, but he slipped and he hit his head and knocked himself out. And so my siblings were all like, "Mom, mom, dad is knocked out on the floor." And she's like, "Good, that'll teach him to." Spray. She thought they were kidding. That'll teach him to spray me with the whole, you know, with the the hose or whatever. And so, just some funny things that they had. There were just yeah. some little bursts of those mm. dynamics in their relationship that are just, just sweet to me and yeah. fun. And we all have those memories. And yeah. then later on, much later in life, <laughs> when he had early Alzheimer's okay. and she was still caring for him but physically he was kind of declining but then um he insisted because he was he's German and I'm German too and we can all be very belligerent about what we want to do and he insisted on getting in the bathtub and my mom's like Jim if you get in the bathtub you get stuck I can't get you out blah 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 and it's of course 2 a.m. okay yeah, that he insists he's got to get in the bathtub. Is this so, post-heart stuff? Oh, yeah. This is much later. Oh, much later. Much okay, later. okay. This is like when everyone's gone. Okay. Out of the okay. house and they're living alone. Okay. okay. So my dad's like, nope, I'm going to take a bath. So he goes, he gets into the bathtub. And then he's like, oh, this was awesome. Um, okay, I got to get out. He can't get out of the bathtub. <laughs> so it's now like 4 a.m. <laughs> Okay. So my mom's like, well, we'll just drain the water and warm it up for you again. Yeah. So, she, you know, because they're that generation, they don't call people, right? right. You, you can't accept help necessarily. Well, or, or you, you just, just... want to wait till they're up. <laughs> yeah. We'll just wait till they're up. And so, um, so she's like, I'll go make you some breakfast. <laughs> so my mom makes him breakfast and brings it up and gives it to him in the bathtub. I'm like... <laughs> How? Okay. So then they wait till seven o'clock because by seven o'clock people you should be up people. and getting, you yeah. may call your ch your children. So then oh, someone gosh. came and helped him. And so, but it was just those <laughs> pieces of, you know, she's like, okay, you know, what am I going to do? So right. let's just make the best of the situation. Yeah. And yeah. And that's what we. And that's oh, what I love it. Did. So anyway, that is a, <laughs> that's a ramble. But no, anyway, but, that's but so it was good. so sweet yeah. because it's like sometimes yes, you're in a really difficult situation, and how are you going to look at it? Yep. My dad would have been the opposite. He was grumpy, and you know, okay. but my mom's tried to turn it. Yep. You know, she's like Jim. Let's just make the best <laughs> just of this. Just make you okay, some you know breakfast. What? I'll just go make you some toast. It'll be better. I'll make you some toast. <laughs> so I, it was just a funny. 
Because God has a sense of humor. Oh, my goodness. God has so a sense so. of humor. <laughs> so anyway. So you met. Mm-hmm. Did you meet your husband through humor? I did. Um, Joe and I met in December of 1989. Okay. I know. A long time Yeah, yeah, ago. yeah. Okay. Um, in comedy sports workshops. Okay. Okay. And That's so, a vague memory of mine yeah, because I've um, seen you both perform together. <clears throat> right. So you first did comedy sports. We first did comedy sports. Um, until about 1996, and then okay. stepped out of that because we were getting super. We were pretty involved with serving in high school ministry at church. Okay. okay. So then felt like okay, we were called yeah. into that. We were yep. called out of it. Yep. Um, and that's another whole journey. That's another whole podcast. Yeah. But, that's a good one though. So, isn't it? but super interesting. Um, the way God just directed and just used us. Um, and so that was. Did really you both cool. have a heart for youth? Um, or did you gain a heart for youth, if that's Joe, a fair question? Joe introduced the subject um, and and saying, hey, I really I really think that this is something that we need to, to do. I okay. feel like I feel led okay. to be a part of some other students' lives. Because okay. if I can help them mm. <clears throat> avoid the things that I yeah, perhaps yeah, yeah. did or the choices that yep. I made... Yep. You know, let's do that. So good. And I was petrified because okay. I thought, oh, you know, I guess I had this vision of, and which is ridiculous because I grew up in a high school ministry, but I had this idea that um, I was going to have to like give my testimony every night and like yeah. bear my soul and, <laughs> oh, and and then I would, you know, it's kind of like the unshackled. I was in the gutter serving in the Navy right, and I right. was, you know, drinking five <laughs> bottles of gin a day. You know what I mean? I mean, I wasn't doing that, but right. you know, how you gosh, I hope no one thinks that. I, anyway, <laughs> whatever. God knows. <laughs> so yeah. I, but you know how you, you have those things. And so again, the lie that was broken off of right, course, right. And because I soon realized that it was just so about being present and mm. being available and Mm. having a relationship Mm. and so what a thrill and what a what a crazy I mean we did that for 11 years to just be able to serve and I was actually on staff for a little term in there and but what a privilege to just hang out with these kids and be a part of their lives and um, again I think that's when God really started to cultivate this discipleship yes peace within me yes I remember feeling like the Holy Spirit was telling me that I needed to disciple um, like I needed to disciple some girls and um, and I thought okay well I'm not even sure what that looks like yeah and so I remember asking Jill Briscoe about it yep and she said whatever you do whatever that looks like just do it. Just don't be disobedient. Follow. Do what the Holy Spirit is telling Isn't you. Isn't that do. good? And I to just and start. It was like, but but and sh- it was like, okay, I I I can't not do this. Mm-hmm, I can't mm-hmm. come up with eight hundred excuses to not do right. this. And so, what a privilege! Yeah. I, you know, four girls, their senior year of high school. We met just about every week, mm. um, and just did life together. Neat. And, um, still keep in touch to some degree with yep, them yep. And, but what a sweet yep. sweet time with just them just to sow into their lives just, just to love them well, what you said about student ministry mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. be present available and be in relationship yep. i yep. think that's marked your whole life mm-hmm. i think that's marked your whole life you're yeah. present you're available and you're in relationship mm-hmm. and those three things have been Cons- ingredients and mm-hmm. consistent throughout yeah that's really cool yeah because that shows the thread of actually being really you right do you know what I mean that you're right. not and not that you can't do something no. different. That's not what I mean. But no. those three factors are really vital to you and right. probably are life-giving to you when you can do those right. things. Right. And it, and it, for me, it's always been 
not necessarily quantity. It's yeah. been quality. And I see that a lot with my older daughter mm. um, where she's, you know, and not that, not that Claire isn't like that, but Annabelle has definitely been more. If I have like two or three, I am golden. Yep. You know what I mean? And and Claire has the posse, but then she too has the two or three. Yep. You know, yep. which is just kind of that great. nucleus I mean, inner right, friendship. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and I'm thinking Jesus had that. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. And not that so he good. didn't love any of them any less or anything, right. but you just have those people that your heart connects with. Correct. And so, um, so that. That's so but that's good. just a cool thing yeah. that he gives us. And so so um, you guys met. I want to go back okay, for yes. one second. You guys met mm -hmm. in comedy sports, yep. left that, went yep. into student ministry. Yep. Yep. Then how did you get back again where I would have seen you perform? Okay, so moving forward, we have our, our children are in our lives now. Um, and Claire was probably about two or three. Um, and then we got a phone call um, by the, a guy, a good friend of ours named Wit, okay. um, with Fish Sticks Comedy. Okay. And it, it, a few weeks prior, Joe had just said, oh, I'm really kind of getting the improvisation bug again. Interesting. Okay, so when we did comedy, we did, it was improvisational. Right. So you're, it's based on a game or a format or there's a there's a structure to it. Okay. And then a certain you, amount of time to yep, prepare, usually, like mm, not necessarily. A minute. It's usually go. Go. Yeah. Here's your suggestion. Go. Right. But you but if you know the framework of the game. Yeah. That'll preach. Yeah. If you know the framework. Right. right. You can do what you need to do within that framework. Oh, that'll preach. Anyway. Yeah, it's so will so, preach, right? Um, yeah. So so Joe had just said I would like to do this again and i'm in my head going are you kidding me because <laughs> we have children I have children and i do this all day you know i'm like <laughs> i'm the little fisher price guy that's going to the farm and then you're doing the you've improv all day you long know, I, all day long i got no improv left in me <laughs> and so i'm exhausted by 7 p.m their shows are whatever right. at night you know and i'm yeah. like oh good lord really <laughs> so so anyway so it was a it was a god thing that wit had heard our name from two different people mm. within the same week because they were looking to just add some more people to their group because they were getting more shows and so he confirmation of two witnesses right i mean honestly exactly and that's why he called so he said i felt like i had to respond to this because i wow. heard your name from two different sources yeah. unbeknownst to and they yep. don't even know each other it was kind of one of those things so he calls us and i'm i i'll go i'll go to the rehearsal yeah. Fine. I'm dragging my feet because I just, yeah. you know. So, uh, okay, so we're in the process. And I consider start... it obediently standing, sitting down yes! on the inside. <laughs> That's so good. I'm okay, gonna, sorry. I'm going to do this, but I'm going to cross my arms <laughs> the whole time because I really don't want to be here. No, I was copying a teenage attitude, but <laughs> it's okay. So, so we start performing with them. I'm slowly shaking off the shackles of okay. the whatever and again god through a series of sermons people in my mm. life um moses the burning bush blah 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 we did a show i think i may have shared this with you we did a show for a family it was a fundraiser they needed a, a van their son had been in an accident mm. um and so they did a fundraiser so the family could buy a van they needed a van so they could bring him home because he was going to be in a wheelchair okay okay so here's jody shows up mm -hmm, doing this fundraiser show isn't this great thank you blah 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 um in my brain i'm just not thinking long term yet right right about what god is right, doing right i'm just thinking in, this is a one-off and this is me how okay. And anyway, I'll get into that. So a month later, we're doing another show. 
and it was December, and they said, hey, remember the family we did the fundraiser for? Well, it was just enough money, God, oh, yeah. um, that they needed, they could get a van so they could bring their son home. And then I'm backstage because it hits me like a ton of brick. I'm just weeping, weeping. <laughs> because I get it now, okay? And God is saying, Jody, you can either do this really fun thing and this ministry that I have for you right now, mm. or you can step aside and you need to decide. A pivot. Again, a pivot. come back yeah. to the pivot, okay? Yeah. And so, again, um, God just used that. And once I stopped crying and collected myself right. and to pray before the show, um, it just opened up. Mm. And so it was very freeing to know that I could just rely on him yeah. to give me the sustaining, the energy, the coffee, the sugar, whatever it was going to, yep. you know what I mean? Yep. He was going to take care of it. I just needed to be obedient. And what a privilege to do that. We did yeah. that for like another 11 years to, wow. you know, meet people, do a show, pray with them afterward, hear their stories yeah, and just, you know, be aware, be present and have a relationship. Exactly. Honestly, mm -hmm. those things are in a different setting. Right. Com really different. Yep. Really. Yep. So because you, it's it's a more of a public type yes. setting. Yes. But um, so and I know really that's cool. where I I saw you. Mm -hmm. I know I saw you because you know point. the team would come out and you'd send mm -hmm. different ones on stage yes. and an idea or a topic was yes. given and then go and you'd yep. have to do it or whatever. Yep. So fun. Mm -hmm. And you often were with Joe, paired with Joe. I mean, you usually did shows together, so it was good. For your marriage, in a sense, yeah. right? You weren't always sent separate, or how did that work? A lot of times we were sent separate just because, again, our kids Somebody were take younger. Care of the kids. Someone Makes sense. was at home. Or or when they were older, they came with us, and right. then, okay. um, which was really fun, too. So um, we were sent separate, which honestly was probably better, in a way, yep. Yep. just because sometimes yep. when you live with somebody you, yep. you really you know what I mean and then You're, work with them and well, play with them and, and sometimes we would get on stage and he'd be looking at me and I'd be looking at him and we'd both be like well um who's gonna start this you know what I mean because you do that at home too yes, and then you're yes. like oh I guess I'll take the lead now yeah you know what I mean right. so it, it was um just kind of funny interesting dynamic it then. was a very interesting dynamic mm -hmm. and not bad just a, like a right. learning about right communication right. and all of those kinds of things and so that season hasn't completely closed off but it's certainly shifted right mm -hmm. like you said you do something for a number of years and then you pivot and so right. as right. far as fish sticks <clears throat> right that that's something that you're not right. continuing to do weekly or monthly or anything right. like that right now we, we felt led which i use that i use those words loosely i guess um we just felt as though that season was kind of coming to a yep. close yep and god was doing some course correction in my own heart mm. regarding my identity mm. And um, working through that and thinking, well, if I am not a fish stick person, mm. um, well, what am I? And am I, am I content with that? And what are you calling me to do mm. next? Mm. And so <clears throat> as hard as it was for me to pick up the fish sticks flag and carry it, I had to, I had to relinquish it as yeah. well. And that was hard. That was really hard. I grieved a long time. And once in a while, I still just, oh, I just, I just because I love the people, the yep. group so yep. much. Um, it was a sec, it's a second kind of family, cousins, whatever you want to yep. call them. Um, so love them dearly. Make me laugh. Let's pause a second. If you are enjoying The Real Deal with Rachel in a way, subscribe, rate, and review it. I appreciate your support. All right. Back to The Real Deal. Can you 
tell me a little bit about the wrestle with identity? Was mm-hmm. it because you knew you had to relinquish it, or was it because God was telling you more of who you are yeah. apart from it? Or I, I don't I, know. I think uh, hindsight, I, I, I believe that I was probably putting too much stock in that as my soul, um, S-O-L-E, not S-O-U-L mm-hmm. um, thing. Like I was yeah. hanging my hat on. Um, just this singular in this, thing in, in your life. In the same kind of way that, um, you know, when you meet someone, they ask, what do you do for a living or what do you do? Yes, or, what yes. Do you mean? Well, I'm on an accountant yep. or, I'm, yep. you know what I mean? Because people are looking for a way to figure you out, I yes. guess you could yes. say. Um, and so it, I had to kind of come through and that was the, sort of, that was in the middle of being quarantined and all of that business wow. in 2020. But God just always has a way to, he has to stop me in my tracks mm. because, because I'm a little, I'm a doer. Yep. Yep. I'm a doer, 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 because mm-hmm. I'm an administrative. Yep. And so, oh, I can organize this and I can yep. organize that. And, yep. and he just Which is a gifting. Sh- it is. But it may need to be but your the flip side. greatest gifting can be your greatest curse. Yep. That's right? what I was going to say. There's yep. a balance. And so, um, so I just had to work through that and learn again to just lay that down and just be okay with, okay, you know what? My, my soul, both S-O-L-E and S-O-U-L, I'm a child of God. Amen. That's where I am. Amen. And the fact that I'm a wife yep. and I'm a mom and yep. I'm a homeschool mom and whatever else God decides to give me to do, mm-hmm. that's all second, third, fourth down on the list. Mm-hmm. But first of all, I need to make sure that I'm camped there. Yes. That that's where my identity is coming from. I'm not a speaker, teacher, anything like that. Above that. Above Uh that. He is first. And so, um, so just learning that in the process. And I think most of the time I stay there, but a lot of the time, some of the times you get distracted, right? Well, it's so so good to know though, that that's established because that's home base. Right. And if you run around or do something different and you get scurried, you go, wait, wait, wait a minute. Right. This is home base. This mm-hmm. is who I am. Yes. This is what's been won for me. This is where right. I stand, right. no matter what other hats I right. wear. Because those are seasonal. Yep. Those may be uh, not just seasonal, but they may be geographical. Mm-hmm. They may be because of our age. All those things, yes. God's going to have us wear different hats. Right. But that's not going to change. No. Child of God. Not Child of change. God. Child right. of God will not change. Yep. Yep. So it's cool that he brought you to that through mm-hmm. not taking something away no. from you, uh-huh. but showing you that you're more than that. Right. Instead of less than that now, you're right. actually more than that. Right. And just, you know, the things that you struggle with in that, it's, you know, it was the Zoom, it was the the Zoom calls and the, mm-hmm. the Zoom shows and this, and I, and that would just wig me out in my mm-hmm. head. And I'm mm-hmm. like, Lord, why is this so hard? You know, and it was just such a, this is not what I have yeah. for you. Yeah. So enough of an irritant to cause you to right? pivot. Let's just say to yeah, cause another, something. Exactly. And so it um, just caused the shift yeah. for both of us. And, yeah. you know, I'll still, again, I'll help organize their conferences. I'll do whatever that administrative of and things of you yours. Know what? But what really gets my heart excited about those conferences is I get to talk. I mean, and I'm an introvert, but I get to talk and pray with people yep. and pour Yep. Into them, the truth of God. Yeah, it's your heart. Because that's 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 not going to change. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? All of this stuff going on is just superfluous. Yes, that is just constant. Mm. He is constant, and so why? Um, it, just being available. Again. So good. So so good. Let's talk about another pivot in your mm-hmm. life. Well, first of all, 
you've gone where God's led you in mm-hmm. multiple things mm-hmm. in your life. You've had financial pivots. Mm-hmm. You've had relational pivots. You've mm-hmm. had family pivots. Yeah. You've had um, career pivots. You've had geographical moving. You guys have changed mm-hmm. locations right. of homes. Right. Um, but is there one that stands out to you as kind of like a God story or a time where not only was it the real deal of you, but the real deal of God leading mm-hmm. us here? Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't. I'm not leading the witness. Right. I don't know what one kind of stands out to right. you, but is there one that might right. help whoever's listening? Right. Going, God leads us, right. and He's with us, right. and things can be hard, but that causes us to pivot or whatever. Is mm-hmm. there something that stands out in your mm-hmm. mind? Um, I think the deepest. Refi- I mean, we're all still being refined. Don't hear yeah. Oh, yes. That, that that's not happening. But the deepest refining that I've gone through was probably the journey of infertility and then through adoption mm-hmm. and all of that. Mm-hmm. And because you think that your life is going to look a certain way. Yeah. But again, some of my favorite, my two words, the course corrects. It's the yeah. Holy Spirit. Yes. Constantly course correcting, walking and, you know, it's the dance. It's the, I'm going to get you where I need you to be, but I need you to allow me to lead. Yes. And I think a lot of times, Joe and I like to dance. Okay. We love to jitterbug. Okay. Yeah. Oh, fun. So... Um, the times that we struggle are when I am fighting him. Yes. And when I'm anticipating his next yes. move. Michael will say that when we're dancing. He's like, he's like let me lead. Let me lead. Mm-hmm. Let me lead. And I have to let God lead. Mm-hmm. As hard as that is, because I'm like, but I, I don't want to spin anymore because I'm dizzy. Yeah. You know, but he's yeah. like, nope, just one more spin and then we're going to move this way. And it's good. And so that'll preach. Anyway. That'll preach. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it was, it was a super, it was, I can't even, like, there's not enough adjectives to describe, but the heart work that came through that, um, is a refining, is such a refining and it's such a, I don't know what it is, but the, the words, a couple of words that he just gave me a couple of weeks ago is, was in my life, in any life, God's plan is always better. It doesn't mean it's easier. There you go. Yeah. But it is better. Yeah. And then there's the whole bitter, better. Mm. <laughs> are you going to be bitter? Or are you going to be better? But, um, you know, again, we can all look back and go, oh, I see God's hand here, 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 and here. And if he was trustworthy and faithful in all of these areas, I know that he will do that again. Right. And he has. He does it every day. Um, I have that phrase that's, you know, part of like mugs and one of mm-hmm. my taglines mm-hmm. in a talk, look back with gratitude, mm-hmm. look forward with faith. Because once you've looked back to see, like you just said, he's been faithful and he's done this yep. and he's done that. Then when you're going to cross the street now to go right. this way, you know, right. oh, he will be. He right. can't change. He right. doesn't lie. So he's going to be. Right. But it helps us to kind of have those markers or yes. those moments where we look back with gratitude yep. going, oh, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Yep. You did this. You know, we laughed about in the beginning about you like to go out to eat sometimes Mm -hmm. after having many meals at home because somebody opens up this magic book or whatever you said, this this beautiful book (laughs) of a menu. But we do that in our life. Right. But we're the one that wrote the menu. We Mm -hmm. think that it has these pictures of these things that we think we're going to order up whenever Mm -hmm. we want them. Mm -hmm. They're going to be short served to us, bring us to our life's table, so to speak. And when they go, no, we're out of that Mm -hmm. item. Right. Yes. Honestly, no, right. that's not. We don't have that available. Right. It's it's bizarre because right. we go, wait a minute, that's what I was expecting. I had right. my palate ready for that. Right. So you think you get married and then mm-hmm. you have children. Right. Right? I mean, that's on mm-hmm. your menu. Right. It's not, it's not 
unheard of. It's not like you're a spoiled brat. It's just kind of what you thought right. would happen. The pro- progression of life. Right. I guess. And so mm-hmm. can you tell me like what happened? You just, it, you guys weren't getting pregnant or. Yeah. You, oh. um, we started some infertility, like they, you know, there, there's like steps in the process. Yeah. Right? And I don't need to okay, know. And I know you don't. And month I don't by need month, to know. And I don't need to tell you all of that either. And no one needs to know. <laughs> it's like, um, but you know, you start with the the little stuff, and if that doesn't work, well, then it bumps up. Okay. And if that doesn't work, that bumps up. Well, through the course of treatment, it was discovered that I had endometriosis. Okay. Okay. Which, that's another whole thing. Yeah. But, um, okay, so that's... You really should come back another time to do another podcast, because there's so much stuff we could. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so there's that piece of it, and then there's the, um, in vitro piece of it, and then there's the pregnant, but then loss of pregnancy. There's the eptopic pregnancy. Yeah. There's the all of those. And I don't mean to sound trite. I'm just trying to put a term yeah. on a point. Yeah. Because every single one of those things, as I think back, it was a point in that, that journey. And I just remember talking with a friend of mine, Nancy, at the time, it's like going through molasses. Oh. Oh, gosh. And it was so slow, and it was gut-wrenching, and it was heart... I just... It was such a deep season of grief. But on the outside, you don't always know that people are in that, you know? And it's that saying, you, you be careful because you don't know what journey somebody's on, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so there was that piece of it. But God... Just, again, he needed me to be stripped away. Mm. My identity was in, I'm going to be a mom, and I'm going to be this, and I'm going to be that. And not that that's bad. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. But my heart was in a different place, and he needed to do some major pottery work on Mm. my heart. Mm. Mm. Okay? So... Um, so there were those losses in there and then, okay, then adoption is our option. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. That's fine. So there's that whole path yeah. of getting to that adoption. Right. Um, but so we had had, um, a little boy, we had been quote unquote selected by the birth mom, um, that we were going to maybe be his parents. It was a DNA thing, blah, blah. That's a complicated story. Okay. But, um, we were maybe going to be his parents. Um, so we're holding on to that. We're all excited. And then she had the baby and she opted to keep him. Okay. Okay. So then there's wow, another heart that, okay, disappointment. So, right. So meanwhile, I am physically sick because mm. of the endometriosis. I had an awesome doctor at the time, Gloria Halverson, yeah. um, who was this, this godly woman. And she just looked at me and she's just like, you're done. You're, you're just done. Mm. You know, I mean, she probably was much more tender about it. Yeah. But I just remembered like sighing and because my body was so sick from this, from endometriosis and being so weak from um, anemia and all of these other yeah. things. And she's, you know, she, I remember her telling me, you have one of the worst cases that I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> you know what I mean? So wow. there were those kinds of pieces and you're looking at her like, what it's in and, and it's one of those diseases where you don't know how sick you are mm. 
until that disease is removed yep. from you. Okay. So we, okay. So the baby, the adoption thing that fell through in June, and then we found out that I had to have a hysterectomy and I was about 35 at the time. So wow. I was really young, right? Wow. Okay. So because it kept, I had had multiple surgeries before that and it, the endo kept coming back faster and, okay. and more aggressive, okay. right? Um, way more aggressive, moving things around. It's crazy all yeah. the way it works. And so, so I go in, this is August of that same year, probably 2003, 2003, I think it was. I go in, I have the hysterectomy and I'm in the hospital and the next morning I'm up and I'm brushing my teeth and the doctor, Dr. Halverson knocks on the door and she's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm just brushing my teeth. And she, she's like, okay, I'll just wait out here. And I'm thinking in my head, what was it? Was there something else going on that she has to tell me about? Mm. So, so I come out and I go and I sit back in my bed and, and she looked at me and she's like, I, I don't know how you're standing up right now. And I said, why, what do you mean? And she said, again, worst case, one of the worst cases she's ever seen. But she said, do you know what a miracle is that you're standing there by your own strength? Because I had lost blood. I I mean, it was the trans, you know, I mean, crazy lost, not transfusion, but you know, I needed blood. I needed all of this kind of stuff during the surgery. I mean, there's probably a lot other stuff that she like didn't even tell me or I didn't absorb. But Mm -hmm. anyway, but again, it was that realization of, I didn't know how sick I was until that was removed. Wow. And then I was like, wow. Yep. Okay. Yep. So then come December, there's another um, birth mom that wants to meet us. Okay. Okay. So we met her and just had a very candid conversation about, hey, if we seem guarded, just so you know, we've had this happen. Mm. I've just had mm-hmm. a hysterectomy. And not to make you feel bad or manipulated. No, no, no. But this but is just what it this is. This is what, you know, we're just being the real deal, yep. you know. Um, and just saying, you know, just to let you know, this is what we have dealt with. And so we're trusting you and we're trusting God, whatever. Okay. So then we find out later that she has said, yes, these are the, this is the couple I want to be my daughter's parents. Okay. And so, um, and did you know at the time she was having a little girl? We knew that was another story. Yeah, that's another, another story. Um, yes, we found out it was a girl. Okay. And so, so super excited. We would, whatever. God, right. We're like, Lord, right. whatever. You know, yep. whatever. We're open. And again, we're ready, that was willing. another layer of surrender. We don't care. What Just healthy, whatever. So a week before Annabelle was born, Joe and I were sitting in Arby's. <laughs> we had just gone to see the whatever jesus the mel gibson oh the passion of the christ passion of the christ and so um what a weird thing go to go go to arby's after you see the passion of the christ but But so we're sitting at arby's and so hello ground at arby's and so we're talking about it and i just remember looking at joe and i said you know what whatever happens with this baby we're gonna be okay Hmm. you know and i just was like i just love you and we're going to be okay because we have Jesus Christ and it's going to be okay. We have the Holy Spirit. So it was a surrender. Yeah. And then like 10 days later, Annabelle was born. Wow. <laughs> oh. And I mean, that's another old story of surrender. And so, um, so she was born. And again, that was another big pivot. Yeah. Yes. In our lives. And she rocked your world. She came into your world. Oh my goodness. 
literally rocked our world. Yeah. But so good. So beautiful. And so beautiful and just trusting. Yeah, just remember, you know, obviously rocking her when she was little and just saying, Lord, I don't know where these feet are going to go, but you do. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. But to be able to say that about your sweet little baby girl yep. that's been entrusted to you, not yeah. only by God, but by another young woman that yeah. thinks that you're somehow qualified. Yes to be this baby's parents like a second love gift i yeah, mean i really believe really adoption was. is that it it really is mm-hmm. and so she may not have come out of me but she's always been in me yeah that's you know so good. and that's so how true. i feel uh, that's i mean and claire is another whole amazing now story. how many years later was claire um, born okay their so age difference is three two and a half years, two and a half years. so okay. annabelle was born that's... in march claire was so 2004 yeah. to 2006 so um it was we reached a point where we thought, you know, we don't know how long the adoption process is going to take again. Yes. the first time it took whatever. I don't know. It's even, definitely whatever. not nine months it's gestation. It's not a nine month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole thing, you know, infertility to Annabelle was eight years. It was yep. like an eight-year gestation. Yep. Like, I am not an elephant. But um, <laughs> <laughs> How long does an elephant I don't, They're gestate. like two years, I think. Wow. Yeah, yeah I know <laughs> I it's long, it's two years, that's but that's so like, good. Let's multiply that. But... Um, so it was so sweet. We started asking Annabelle. We said, what would you think about a little brother or sister? And, oh. you know, one because this is obviously going to impact her as well. Yeah. And so she said, yeah, I think I I think that would I would like that, you know, as much as she was. A, she's always been a woman, young woman of few words. And so this, you know, being two at the time, yeah. she was very few. But she, it was like, OK, so I said, well, let you know, we're going to pray about it yep. and we'll see what what God has. And, you know, I remember just the three of us praying together. Yeah. And there's this sweet little song, the sweet little from Schoolhouse Rock. Three yeah. is a magic number. OK. You know, yes. and so and so we would always sing that song. And it was just really mm sweet our sweet little family and then it was so sweet so we prayed and then annabelle literally like went and grabbed her coat and she's like okay let's go get the baby oh cute and we were like okay <laughs> oh okay. sweetie this i'm is a so sorry this is a little bit it. more of a process but at the same time it was such a picture of faith like a child yep. it was like okay yep. Let's do this. Let's do this. It's going to happen. Let's, you know, let's go get it. Let's go get my whatever, you know. And um, and so it was so sweet. So that was in August and literally, I mean, or July. And it literally went super fast. Mm. And Claire was born October 1st. Wow. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, met her birth mom and birth father. And, um, yeah, it was a kind of a whirlwind. But, again, seeing God's hand. Was she tiny? On that she was tiny. She seems to me she's she a was, very petite, sweet little thing, yeah. and I just didn't know. Yeah, she's you know. about five something when yeah. she was born. And so, so that little gift came into your life yep. then. Yep, yep. And so, um, so thankful for that. Another again, a big pivot for that. And again, it was a different state adoption. So that's, you know, just <laughs> kind of different legalities, <laughs> different things. With yeah. a two and a half year old, and then navigating mm. that with a newborn, and um, having to stay you know we couldn't leave the state until we had approval and then once we got approval then you know like we stayed as close to the border the Wisconsin because otherwise okay. it would have been kidnapping if we had gone into Wisconsin and so so we we stayed um as long as we needed to until we had approval to and then her. you crossed the and border across the border but then we had to come back for a court date like within a day or two so okay. we literally got home did quick laundry and then went back yeah. and then um yeah claire i think slept in a drawer 
of the hotel. Oh, yeah. it's not my child son abuse. Michael. Say yeah. it, say it in a you know, drawer. We didn't have a yeah. crib yet. Little well, mattress was we down on the, the bottom. Go. I'm like, yeah. I'm not gonna haul. She's not going everything. anywhere. She's yeah. fine, and she was a little patoot. Yeah. Like I used to tell people I didn't push the drawer in. It was, we had it on, on our side table. Out, yes, we took the drawer we out of the dresser. It's not like I locked her in. Yeah. Oh, know, sweet but, little yeah, thing. Yeah, was really sweet. In my I wife. remember. I think in the nursery, Grace was uh, mm-hmm. Claire's yes. little helper worker mm-hmm. at church because I remember where you guys were standing, mm-hmm. and she pointed you guys out to me and she said, "That's Claire's parents. When yes. they come get her, they I recognize those parents yes. over there." So that's yep. really sweet. And yep. that probably would have been when Claire was obviously not a baby, no, but nursery, yeah, because Grace liked to work in the nursery, right, right, not with the and, toddlers or whatever. Um, Claire was an early talker. So okay. super early and super articulate, verbal and, very yeah. verbal and just like sentences. And, <laughs> you know, it was funny because I started to do, you know, you do the little sign language with yes. them and Annabelle Please. probably would still be doing sign yeah, yeah, language yeah. to this day, yeah. but no, she wouldn't. But, but just a few words to get a point words, across. Yeah. But then Claire's just like spewing out all these big words yeah. and we're like, oh, oh, okay. So it's this way with this one. And yeah. so again, it was another pivot in parenting and learning her and her yeah. dynamics. Because we're all so different. Right. And you have two right. amazing girls, mm. and they're very different. Very different. God's made them uniquely mm-hmm. who they are. Yeah. Yeah. What a gift to your family. Yeah. And I love them. I mean, that. I don't know them super yeah. well, but they've been helpful to and me. They've just, been kind to me anytime I've so stopped. Fun. or, Yeah, mm-hmm. they're, they're amazing. It they is. really are. Very sweet What girls. a gift. Yes, very, very much so. So I'm super, um, I feel like I say super a lot. Do I say super a lot? I don't You'll know. know anyway. Yeah, we'll know after listening. <laughs> we'll we know after listening to this. And I say, do you know what I mean a lot? I, really I do too. Do. And that's you know okay. What I, mean? I think it's the relating. Does this make sense? Right. Does yes. this make sense? I heard a, I heard somebody say, uh, when I say something like, are you tracking with me or does this make sense? Right. It's because I'm waiting for you to respond with a uh-huh mm-hmm. or yes, because that actually causes our brain to now receive what was said. Mm-hmm. And I, I had that aha with Michael. I said, honey, you always say I say that to audiences, but it's kind of like when audiences aren't verbal to go like, amen, yes. good point. Yeah, preach, yes. you know, that yes. you're waiting for them. Right. But I didn't realize that physiologically and in our brain, when we do We've actually received it in a new way or mm-hmm. more permanent way mm-hmm. to agree or mm-hmm. to say something. So I'm always mm-hmm. saying that. But so yeah. really, you've had a lot of things where what you wanted on the menu mm-hmm. wasn't right. there, but God mm-hmm. gives you what is his best yeah. and still good things. Yes. Still really good things. Very good things. And I mm-hmm. heard a pastor say once that God takes a long time to do his and suddenlies. Mm. Mm-hmm. So you had a walking yes. out of years, yep. but and suddenly there's a caller right. and there's a baby available, yep. or and suddenly mm-hmm. there's these yes. situations. Yes, but God's been good to you. So good in hard things so and bringing good. you through the hard things. So good. Yeah, you know, and and sometimes I think people hear a story and they think, oh, isn't that great for her? She's got a nice little red bow with her little, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, the gift and at it, the top of the yeah, bow. Yeah, and the you're top. just like. It's, but you know what? Until you know the story behind the story, you can't make those kinds of assumptions mm-hmm, because, mm-hmm. again, you don't know what people are battling and what they're dealing with and mm-hmm. where they're. But um, God has just been so great to just teach me through them in the process and to use them to just be able to explain yeah. where they're at and where their hearts are at with the Lord. And I'm just so thankful. Yeah. So thankful. And I wouldn't, you know, again, the call, our girls were in public school. Annabelle went through third grade and and Claire went through um, kindergarten. 
when all of a sudden you sense that oh, some stirring or changing school changed rats okay okay that's another big old pivot so that that was um, and that was and it, but again that's what was right for our family that's what god called our family to do and it's again it's a series of sacrifices but it was the right thing and i would not trade the conversations that i've had with my children, both education-wise and relationally. Yep. Because you've been, right. once again, present, available, yes. and relational. Yes. And exactly. homeschooling has provided you a new sense right. of doing those three things that are very vital to who you are right. and how you right. pass on truths and, right. and preferences and, right. you know, whatever and, with your children. And again, that's not my I, my sole identity, right. right? Right. That's just a part of who I am mm-hmm. and what a privilege that's been. Yeah. So. It's a seasonal hat that you've worn, and you've it worn is. well. Mm-hmm. And you didn't even know how long you would do it. When you started no. researching, it was kind of like, we might do this for a little bit. Right. That and was my situation, too. But right. then it became a little bit of a wrestle where I didn't want it to be my identity. If I was mm-hmm. unwilling to give it up, then that meant it was too much of my mm-hmm. identity. Mm-hmm. But it was really part for right. our family. And you did see some right. wonderful things for your family, I remember. Right. And I know that, honestly, we really thought there were a couple of times when we really thought that they were going to go brick and mortar. It was mm-hmm. time for them to go brick and mortar. Mm-hmm. But again, God course corrected mm-hmm. and, and shifted that. And, and that's fine because um, I think that's a good gut and heart check. Yep. Um, and I hear sometimes moms, and I know empty nest, all of that kind of stuff. I keep thinking I got, you know, three and a half more years and mm. then I, and then that's done. But I'm sure I will grieve it, but not, I, I think maybe in a different way. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm so excited because I'm looking forward to seeing what God has for me mm-hmm. after that. Yep. I mean, yes, I'm excited for the next three years. Don't I'm not writing off this right, time, right, right. but I'm saying I'm super excited because, oh, then this time will be available. I mean, yep. is it a job? Is it a, what is it? What is, yeah, is what it? Is it a job? Is it a I'm hobby? Is it a ministry? Yeah. So what's interesting what that is. is during that time, Jody, I can see how God will prepare you mm-hmm. as much as he will prepare Joe and yep. Annabelle and Claire. Yep. And then he's preparing them for something. Yes. And you're being prepared for something. Yep. And a friend of mine long ago said, God, prepare me for all you have prepared for. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And that's happening mm-hmm. when we don't even know. So then we slide into whatever. And you know, I want to go back to one more thing, though, where mm-hmm. you said when you look at somebody's story and it seems as though the gift has a big red bow at the mm-hmm. top. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, we can't compare our lives to another, but it is a display of what God can do. Yes. Instead of being like, she got that. Right. It's not that comparison right. where you have no. my dad used to call it sour grapes. Mm. It's a prototype for what mm-hmm. God can do. Mm-hmm. And sometimes right. people don't want to tell a testimony. They don't want to show something because they think it's like um, flaunting it. No, it's right. just what's available with a good right. God who cares right. for you too, by the way. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to, I guess, feel bad for the good things. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. And I, I guess what I was getting at was that it was, it can be kind of a comparison. Exactly. And that is, that is a danger. Yeah. And that's an entrapment. And, and that's the way I heard it. And, okay, good. But I just was I, meaning, isn't it okay to yeah. say to people too, I'm holding this marriage that was healed or this yep. physical situation yep. that righted itself or a yes. financial thing or these mm-hmm. kids came into our lives as a, yep. look what God does. Look at what God, mm-hmm. rather than you can't have these. Look at what can mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look at what he can do. And if that is not what he has for you, he will strip it away. But, okay, this is my, this is my story. I think I've shared this This with is you. your passion. I had the, a hand mixer that, okay. um, that yes. I had gotten like for a 
<laughs> somebody, you know, our family did gift exchange, whatever. I had a hand mixer. Oh, this was an awesome hand mixer. It was so great. And, you know, I loved it. Okay. That was in 1988. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. But you used but it faithfully. I used it faithfully, and it was such a good, hardworking little hand mixer. Okay. So about three years ago for Mother's Day, I was gifted a new really cute powdery blue little hand mixer yeah and i'm thinking oh there isn't and i'm looking at the beaters and they're different and i'm yeah. thinking there is no way this thing has the horsepower to do what my old hand mixer that died right right, right. can do but it is awesome mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. and it was such a realization of god going jody just give it up because I got something better for you. I have a better hand mixer for you. Yes. Right? Yeah. But and I'm like, Lord, I am so sorry. How you know, duh. Yeah. Well, I'm just I'm just gonna hold on to this old bratty thing. Yeah. Right? And yeah. he's like, No, but I have something. It's yeah. you know, it's Jesus saying, I have to go away because right. I have something be so much better. better. I'm gonna send you the, the Holy, Holy Spirit. It's gonna be everywhere. I yeah. can be here, there, there, there. I yeah. can appear here, I can go there. But the Holy Spirit is everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So let that go. Yeah. You gotta let it go yeah. because it's not worth hanging on to because it's better. Yeah. It's better. It's Whatever not easier, we hang on to is usually just let it go because exactly that. Then right. you're a gracious receiver to yes. have open hands for whatever he's going to have. And it's going to be good. Yep, it is going to be he's good. good. He's going to, and he's going to give you, he's going to put in your hands what he needs you to use. And it's going to be there. It might be a little something, but it's going to be just what you need to get yep. you through what it is he has for you to do. Yep. And that's the, that's the beauty of just, surrender as hard i think that word gets a bad rap sometimes yeah. you know and i think of because i played the wicked witch in high school there's that <laughs> scene in the movie where the witch is riding across the sky surrender yeah. dorothy yeah, you know, yeah she's yeah. all like mean and eh, you know yeah. what i mean but when she learned to so good you know come on Yep. It isn't. It's it not. isn't the enemies captured you, pulled you into their camp, and right. you must surrender. It right. can be the opposite side yes. of that word where it's very freeing. Yes. Now you're available. Right. Now you don't have to lead the dance, no. No. figure out the steps, do no. whatever anymore. Yep. You get to lay it down. You do. You get to lay it down. You get to lay it down. And sometimes you have to we pick it back up, but we have to, you know, you lay it back down. Yeah. And so it's... Um, it's just such a testimony of his faithfulness yeah. and what he has. And he's so faithful. It is. It I is. just see so that he's he been is, so. so faithful to you in your life mm -hmm. and the surrender mixed with the hard things and the pivot have mm -hmm. been mm -hmm. really that course correct because your right. willingness to continue to mm -hmm. follow where he goes. Mm -hmm. uh, bitter or better, you could have chosen at any one right. of those junctures to say no. I don't want or stomp mm -hmm. your foot or cross mm -hmm. your arms or not believed that he's good. Mm -hmm. But I, I, I don't think we have to be old to get this, mm -hmm. but I do think our years, if we choose to accept what God's doing, mm -hmm. make us see that. Right. Oh, wow, you've led me through. Yep. And I believe that is why one mm -hmm. of the reasons older people want to sing the hymn great is thy yes. faithfulness it's not because the youngers don't believe it mm -mm. it's just they've lived life right. to know morning by morning new, new mercies. mercies i see mm -hmm. and they have the history to prove it uh -huh. all that i've needed right your hands provided right great is your faithfulness right it, it it's not that the other isn't uh -uh. experiential yet 
but some things are on a different scale, and then these have become what sort of compounded interest yes. almost like mm-hmm. God's been, God's been, God's been, God's been, He has, He Banking. will. Right. It's so good. Right. It's so like good. Until I understood grace at the age of 25 and surrender. Um, mm. I remember going forward young, as a younger kid, like five, and going, Yeah, I need to be clean. You know what I mean? And then yes. you have those fence posts of the quote unquote the backsliding and, and all of those things. I didn't understand that I wasn't going to sin anymore mm. for whatever reason. And mm. then when I did sin, I was like, Oh, I'm letting you down. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. can't do this. Oh. Yeah. But then all of a sudden it took me, to, and but I can look back and I can see yeah. God calling me back. Yeah. Because he's such a God of pursuit, yes. which is a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, and and coming after me and coming after yes. me and coming yes. after me and coming after me. And so I'm thankful for that. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. I can, you know, I, I don't even know where to It was so good, that, though, because but... you, you, you were his, you mm-hmm. always were his. Mm-hmm. And to not think that you'd ever sin doesn't mean that mm-hmm. now you've changed nature to be a sinner. You just right. have that habit of you'll do a sin. Right. But you're his. Oh. And your daughter, your 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 identity yes. and your nature has changed. That's one of my big things. I, the drum I beat because and I think we tell people they'll always be a sinner. That's not going to be your nature. If no. you got a new nature, it's no, no longer your nature. No, but he's going to still love you because you're his kid. Right. And a friend of mine, Lisa, was leading a devo over the weekend, mm. and she said, "In his righteousness, there's nothing to prove anymore." Amen. In his righteousness, Amen. it's like we all stand right. Amen. So what are, you know, we have nothing. That's the, what freedom is Amen. that? Amen. Uh, well, I'm good. That's right. I'm good. I'm really good. That's right. You know, and so, some, you know, sometimes people will be like, I'm so sorry. You're sitting over here all by yourself. I'm real. I'm good. <laughs> I'm, yeah. You know, and that I'm, you know, if I, if I wanted, I'm an introvert. If I wanted to talk to somebody, I, I go would find have. somebody yep. and that's fine too, but I'm okay. I'm yep. content in these circumstances. So good. Because of what. I don't know if there's some other place that you wanted to go. I mean, but I do think that what we've talked about today, Jody, is mm-hmm. kind of a marker of the way God has led you and mm-hmm. will continue to be faithful to you. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean he won't do something different or right. it might change, but I just think he's going to continue to do that. Mm-hmm. And it's good. And yeah. it excites me. I believe on the other end of this conversation that we're having, there's a mm-hmm. listener who's mm-hmm. going to be encouraged mm-hmm. and also maybe needs to lay something down to mm-hmm. surrender it. Mm-hmm. And and maybe also hands are opening mm-hmm. to receive what God has yeah. because it is going to be good. It is. So I, I think we've captured some things that are of value to me mm-hmm. because I think the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy, it says yeah. in Revelation, and what he will do in one life and can do in one life, he can mm-hmm. do in another. But if we don't tell his stories, right. we're not encouraged. Mm-hmm. So I just thank you for telling what mm-hmm. you've told me. Mm-hmm. And is there anything else burning in your heart? Because I think... This has been sweet. Yeah, it's been a great conversation. I just, I'm just so thankful for the faithfulness of God. And again, how he pursues and he loves us so incredibly deeply. And I just did a study. There's a lot more to learn, but um, just on the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. and how Mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit is such, I don't even know, I can't describe it, but it's such a guide and it's such a, a partner partner seems like such a feeble yeah, yeah, word yeah, but, but it's such an yep. intricate part huge of god and his provision i mean we have the blood of jesus and we have god the father but we have the holy spirit that's within us mm-hmm. if we have jesus christ as our savior and comforter so, guide friend lead yeah, teacher okay and, fun. <laughs> and i think you know 
one of the things I one of the things I big things I took away from that study was about grieving the Holy Spirit. There's a passage that talks about yes, don't yes. grieve the Holy Spirit. But the thing is, grief is is a love word, and I think I shared that with you, right? Mm-hmm. When in another conversation, yeah, yeah, yeah. And how when we're sad because we're grieving, it's because we loved or we had an expectation, yeah, or we, you know. And I think that that's what that means. It's like the Holy Spirit only wants what's best right. for you, right? Right. What our good, good God Father has for us, and so I want to do the dance with the Spirit, right? I want to yeah. be in sync with him. And you know, we drift in and out because of our fle- of our fleshy yeah, yeah, yeah. the world. But that's my heart's yeah, cry is yeah. I just want to be in sync with him. And if I can encourage and inspire other people to to walk in sync with yep. that, to yep. be in sync with that, to invite him in to mm-hmm. writing your grocery list, to invite Everything. him into yep. every piece mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. That's what he wants. Mm-hmm. That's what it's talking about being in prayer, um, n- never ceasing in yes, prayer. Yes. It's a constant conversation yep. with him is what it is. It's yep. like, Lord, you get me. Thank God. Yep. Thank you for making me this way. Help me figure this out because I don't know what to do here. Right. right. Or right. thanks for making me laugh about yep. that one yep. thing that's whatever. And, and and I think when it says in Scripture, keep in step with the Spirit and you won't gratify the desires of the flesh. We can flip that in religion. Mm-hmm. We think, don't, make sure you get all these behaviors yes, tweaked and then you'll right. obey the Spirit. No, mm-hmm. when you love the Spirit, when you don't grieve the Spirit, when you understand right. He's right with you, you're just keeping in step with Him. Right. You won't. No. It, it right. literally is in a kind of like a sin tendency eraser mm-hmm. because He's just guiding you yep. and He knows where He's going with yep. you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's beautiful. It is. It's a game changer to it be is. led by the Spirit of God. I agree. I and agree. He's for us. So yeah. He's always leading us yeah. in the right way to please God. Right. So it's beautiful. Right. It's awesome. Glory, glory. Glory, awesome. glory. Grace, grace, strength, mm-hmm. strength. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that you have such a heart for people because mm-hmm. you're present, you're available, and you're relational. And on the other end of this conversation, there's somebody listening to The Real Deal. Mm-hmm. Would you just be willing to pray whatever Absolutely. Holy Spirit puts on your mm-hmm. mind mm-hmm. to pray? Mm-hmm. And in your spirit, mm-hmm. it'll come out. And then I want to just bless you if that's okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Thank you. God, you are... I, I don't have words. We don't have words um, to just declare how amazing and awesome and loving you are. And so I thank you for being indescribable. Yeah. God, thanks for being so big. Thank you that we will never come to the end of you. Yeah. Thank you for your faithfulness and how good you are. Thank you, Lord, for um, relationships in my life. And thank you for family. And thank you yeah. for um, friendships and um how you put people in our path to fill maybe a little hole that was we felt like was hurting mm-hmm. or empty and um so thank you for that gracious li- gift of relationship and lord i just ask a blessing on anyone that's listening to this um lord just help them to hear what it is you have them to mm-hmm. hear let every other word fall away but lord Hallelujah. just make it personal to them i pray that um they would take away one nugget, one piece of encouragement, one, I don't know, Lord, they're your words. And so I thank you for your presence in this room. I thank you for um, any man, woman, child, whatever that's listening. Yeah. God, just thank you for drawing people out. Thank you for 
helping them to maybe it's happenstance that they even listen to this podcast, whatever it is, God, you totally know. And that's what's so cool about you is we have no idea how you're going to use it, but you do. And so I thank you um, for the privilege of being a part of this ministry and being a part of Rachel's life and for relationship with her father. I thank you for your pursuit of me. And I thank you for your pursuit of her. Um, Lord, I just ask that you will bless her ministry as she goes forth. God, I pray that you would bring forth the right person at the right time to be a part of this uh, podcast as well. God, God. whatever you have, we're just entrusting you with this ministry. I thank you for Michael and all of his work behind the scenes. God bless Rachel and her family and her kids and her grandkid. Yay. Um, God, we're just so incredibly blessed. And so we just soak in this fellowship and this time with Mm. you. And we thank you, God, for these listeners. And may they be blessed, Lord, and may they fall in love deeper with you. And may their roots grow down deep into the word. And that I pray that they would emerge just beams of light for you. And so I thank you for the opportunity, Lord, um, to be a part of this. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God, I just praise you for uh, Jody. I thank you for her life. I just pray in the name of Jesus that you would continue to bless her. I thank you for her frame. I pray you'd bless her body. Mm -hmm. I pray you'd bless her rest, God. I pray that you'd bless her marriage and her Mm -hmm. mothering. God, I thank you for what you're doing in the girls' lives. I pray that you'd make each of the times and the subjects matters and the things that they Mm -hmm. do within their homeschool to be rich Mm -hmm. time. God, I'm asking for Eden time where they Mm -hmm. accomplish things in hours that um, could have taken days, but they also Mm -hmm. have time to enjoy one another's presence. I ask Mm -hmm. that you'd make these times rich in their Mm -hmm. deposit into the Mm -hmm. girls of what it is, Lord, that they can fashion and shape them the way you want them to go. Mm -hmm. I pray that there would be a lot of laughter in their homes home and that the joy of the Lord would be their strength. I thank you for what you are going to do in Annabelle's life, what you're going to do in Claire's life, Mm -hmm. what you have purposed for Jody and Joe as a unit, Mm -hmm. God. I thank you for the women that will come into Jody's life, and I just bless her Mm -hmm. gifting to disciple Mm -hmm. others, to teach others, to show Mm -hmm. others that the Holy Spirit is guiding them and loves them Mm -hmm. and is continuing to point them to Jesus. And so, God, I just pray that you would use this mighty one, that you would Mm -hmm. continue to bless her beyond her wildest dreams. I thank you that you will do exceedingly abundantly far beyond all she could ask or imagine Mm -hmm. and it's for your glory that you will do that lord so it's in you and through Mm -hmm. you and to you belong all things god Mm -hmm. to your name be glory forever Mm -hmm. and lord i thank you for the people that are listening on the real deal Mm -hmm. and i just want to pray god that the prayer that my dad said that you would help us to be the best that we Mm -hmm. can be and we will thank you in christ's name so every real dealer out there just know that god is for you he's never against you and he's working on your behalf and you get to just be free Mm -hmm. to be who you are. Mm-hmm. I celebrate your significance mm-hmm. and the genius of God in you. Mm-hmm. And I bless Jody as Thank well you. in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Oh, dear. I could talk to you all day. Know, you will come back, right? I will. I'll come back. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. We got it. You've been listening to The Real Deal with me, Rachel Inouye, helping people celebrate their significance and the genius of God in them. Audio engineering by my husband, Michael Inouye. Thanks, babe. Theme music by Andrew Grace.